episode two of what the f is wrong with me podcast we're back we are back for number two for number two <laughs> number two it feels like forever it feels like wow it feels like the first time but it's the second time i'm yep. paris carney and i'm divia rosenberg we're so excited to have the opportunity to talk again with each other and hopefully you will listen to us today's episode we we thought we'd focus on something that we all deal with, yep. especially in the age of uh, technology, social media. And what is that topic, Divya? FOMO versus JOMO. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to just tell you all right now, I don't know what JOMO is, but we're, we're going to have an expert named Paris Carney who's going to explain that to us a little bit. But before we do the JOMO, we're going to be talking about a little bit of FOMO. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And I actually, I, I feel like... There's so many um, examples of FOMO that it'd be interesting if we, or that we've personally had. Yeah. I feel like it'd be interesting. Like, what to you, Div, is like an experience of FOMO that you felt? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Recently. Oh, my God. Isn't it weird that we can just like, yep, I know exactly that feeling. I can pinpoint it. Um, It's weird because I think about childhood first. Like, I think of the evolution of FOMO. We didn't know the word FOMO when we were no. 8, 9, 10, up until what? Like, the last five years, that word has become... Mainstream. Yeah, mainstream, exactly. And so... Even when I was young, I wanted to be a popular girl mm. and I wanted to be with the popular kids. That was FOMO, like the, like not yeah. being able to go to the parties in elementary school or the hangouts in middle school. And I think it's just like progressively gotten worse. Again, we had no name to put this feeling. And so I guess like present day, it's literally seeing somebody's Instagram post or story for me mm. and being like, why wasn't I invited? Mm -hmm. Why wasn't I there? No one told me about this. I just saw them yesterday. We were texting yeah. all day and they're yeah. all together. I vastly feel this feeling, but I understand it's so it's such a lie. We we all take pictures. Every single one of us takes pictures. If you don't take pictures, maybe you don't have an iPhone. But like we all take pictures. We all go, "Okay, say cheese." And we smile. And then as soon as that picture's taken, I don't know how many people are left smiling. We have Ooh. to think about the like the behind the scenes of something that like we have no idea about. I think social media is a beautiful thing. I had just spoke about this to a friend. I was like, mm -hmm. God, the connections we make, the, the people around the world that make TikToks that about their lives, about their personal journeys through something. It is a beautiful thing, but it also can be so dangerous to the psyche. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, you just gave us a lot of juicy tidbits. Yeah, I did. But but also, I want to like backtrack <laughs> yes, and talk about it. all of them because there were so many good points. The first one being childhood. Yep. I don't know if FOMO is used in elementary school these <laughs> days. Like it probably is. Elementary school, middle school. But I think that's so fascinating to look back at the psyche of ourselves as children and yep. how that informs maybe our experience with FOMO today. To your point, like social media just makes it bad. I think no matter who yeah. you are, no matter even if you are like an extremely uh, well-known person in the world, like yeah. you might see a post and be like, oh, I wasn't invited to that thing. And it's just interesting how it can kind of avalanche 
no matter who now with social media because yep. also like we could do a lot more things in private yep. back in the day what's interesting is there was always an awareness even back to elementary school middle school of like oh I fit into this group or yeah. I don't fit into this group and now with social media you can kind of to a certain degree you can create your own life and make it look a certain way that's yeah. maybe not real but also it can make someone else jealous. It's just like such a yep. strange thing. But as far as like elementary school, I feel like you know this. And and for anyone listening, like just because you're just getting to know us, like Divya and I have been best friends since we were six years old. Yeah. Literally six years old. But like obviously that's taken many forms. Yep. I think you know this more than anybody. I was always the friends with everyone i would say yeah like that was you kind of built the bridge actually for what everyone would consider the popular group and by the way i'm not saying anybody this is gonna sound weird but i'm not saying anybody's a nobody you're you're a somebody to someone yes you are and so when i say popular group as opposed to the quote-unquote unpopular kind of mean group i know i mean unfortunately back then yeah group bully-ish it's weird that we're like so far past that but like I can't even imagine what it's like now because if we had social media when we were in elementary school and middle school I just don't know like if any of us would have survived like if there was so much jealousy already there is so much evolving personally to your point going back you were a bridge you definitely had your foot in a bunch of different places and Mm -hmm. I think that that was like why people were so drawn to you because you were like I can hang out with the popular kids I can go to their parties not all the people I know are there, but I can also go hang out with those people as well. Mm. And I think that's like a really rare thing because like minds stick together, I feel. Yes. If people are thinking a certain way or I don't want to go there, but like if you look like the same person I, yeah. and we won't even talk about that no, right now, but could, like, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into yeah. that. But we're taught to curate our lives before social media. Mm. We had a curation built into us, whether we were friends for a long time, the popular group. It's just weird. Like, if I think about popular groups, I think about high school. <laughs> right, yeah. right, like, fully. I, well, yeah, I think, interesting. I, I think you just said that. That's when, that's when, like, it really, well, actually, interestingly, middle school, I think, to me, I can look back and be like, oh, okay, elementary school was this, this group was this way, middle school, and so on. I do think high school adds another level because you're introducing hormones yeah. which is another topic oh i mean middle school too but you're yep. introducing a lot more of that and you're introducing a lot more access yep. you can drive it's it's a really different dynamic i think well first of all i'm so thankful that you saw me as a bridge because in a social group because that is what i always desired and i do always i to this day desire that it's just interesting to look back growing up in really the 90s to early 2000s like what you just said it's like we sort of created or curated our own so it wasn't a social thing although we did have various different like like live journal if anyone knows what that is and stuff like that where you could post pictures of or top eight yeah oh gosh that kind of was the introduction to to like who's friends with who who's popular kind of like it wasn't as laid out in the way that it is i don't i imagine more so today in high school or middle school yeah. so on um it was a lot more like you your top eight might be like your friend from 
another part of your life and it yeah. wasn't like but you were high always school friends to- with tom <laughs> you were always friends with tom tom never got left alone because maybe tom had fomo oh. <gasps> oh did anyone's mind just get blown because mine did i mean there, i do think that there's something to that like yeah. we create and we want all of us want to be included yeah and all of us want to feel like we have meaning and and purpose and value and we all do unfortunately there are circumstances that can make us feel less than to your point like kind of bounce we're going to bounce around a lot in this podcast yep. because we are fluid Just type thinkers of people. <laughs> <laughs> fluid thinkers but i think as far as fomo goes I definitely have FOMO, but it is like really specific situations that I think would even surprise like my husband who knows me the best besides you. They kind of catch me off guard. I don't usually have as much FOMO, which you know, because I like to stay home. Oh, yeah. And I'm not I'm not a true introvert. I'm definitely an amniavert, if that's how I say it. So I, I do get energy from people, but I also like to stay home. Um, but the whole, I wanted to to touch on Jomo, which I think I'm saying right. It might be Joymo. Mo. Oh, <laughs> Joymo? Yeah. Take um, me, take but, me to church. Tell okay. I'm giving this. you the definition because it was something that was brought to my attention during COVID. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have that kind of. So Jomo, pleasure derived from living in a quiet or independent way without feeling anxious that one is missing out on exciting or interesting events that may be happening elsewhere. Jomo is a perfect antidote to a long summer of excess. So basically meaning Jomo is the opposite of FOMO. So it's like you're having joy of missing out. You're you're like, oh, I'm so happy that I'm at home watching TV and I'm not at that party or on vacation because I get to relax. I get to rest at home. Do you uh, have both of those? I think I have both. Okay. Yeah. What do you think you have? Oh, I don't Now that you know I, what Jomo yeah, is. Now that I totally was not expecting that to mm. be what it meant. Oh, I think really? I was like, oh, it's just another way of saying FOMO. Like, I had no idea it was the complete opposite. Wait, the best part, though, is I've been texting Divya for days. Like, let's do one on. She said FOMO. She suggested we do this. And then I said, what about FOMO versus Jomo? And she just never. She was like, ha, ha, ha. And like, didn't. What did you think it meant? I, I genuinely thought it was just another term. I was like, oh, again, they're just like putting these terms out there for us to like have another reason to miss something. I had absolutely no idea it meant the opposite. Mm. I think that I'm on my way to Jomo, but Mm. um, I don't know if I have as much FOMO as I think I do. I think Uh. that like it is a passing thought now rather than a ruminating thought. It's okay to be sad that you're missing something. It's okay to feel left out because like we all feel it. Every single person from a picture, from a group text, Mm -hmm. from whatever you see. A lot of people say it's not reality. The thing is, it's reality. People are all at a party. Yeah. You weren't invited. Mm. That sucks. It stinks. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. But my piece of advice would be is like, let yourself feel and then move on. Mm-hmm. It has to become a passing thought. If we were to all sit here, look at our phones constantly all day and then be like, wow, I missed all of these things. No one told me about them. One, being a victim to yourself, you're like basically hurting yourself. Again, like ruminating in this thing when like kind of goes back to our first episode of, there are so many people that probably want to hang out with you mm. and you're not reaching out to them because you want X person. Oh, that's a yeah. mic drop. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because it's, again, like you said, it's really specific. If I'm having FOMO from a picture of people that I want to be hanging out with, 
but I also know that like other friends want to hang out or like see me. Why am I not even like putting my energy into them? I don't know. I think we just took a turn. That but. is such <laughs> yeah. an excellent point. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like to your point in the first point. episode. You were like, I need to think about the people right. who do say happy birthday. Right. It's kind of like that. It's like training your brain right mm. now. We're in a we're in like a state again of trauma. And like, yeah. I think we all have to be gentle with ourselves. But also, this is a beautiful time to sit in everything that hurts and mm. also move past it. I don't know what that looks like for everybody, but... Taking a walk is always a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it's hot. I hope whoever's listening yes, to this yes, is staying cool. Yes. Well, if you're listening to this in the winter, you might be cold. But oh, you, <laughs> you just... never know what time of year it will be. Also, I just did what your what your girlfriend yeah. always says oh, that yeah. I do. You which always... I sing everything. Everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> I never which... noticed this. <laughs> which, by the way, I, I you might not know this, but... My profession is songwriter. Best and, best in the business. And singer. You're so sweet. I definitely but that's a whole other struggle that we, I love that we there's just so keep many doing thoughts. This. Yeah. We I'm gonna say that about four million times <laughs> yeah. throughout this whole podcast and also every episode. Yeah. And I'm sorry. But that's why we're here. Yeah. Because our we feel so many different things all the time. I know I personally feel so many different things yeah. that it's sometimes it feels like too much. And when you're talking about FOMO and you're allowing yourself, because I think that's such a good point, Divya, like you're allowing yourself to feel the hurt because it's valuable. Like it, it is not, it is valuable, but it also is, it's important to look at. And if you can find the gratitude in time, but you should allow yourself to feel that sort of pain. Otherwise you're missing kind of half the point of life, which is like you grow from this pain. You learn from this pain. If we're just avoiding it, what are we learning? Yeah. Kind of, no, I, kind of- I agree. You are spot on. I think like when it comes to like ruminating thoughts, which we should definitely talk about yes. versus like passing thoughts, I think like everyone knows what those mean. And like as everyone, I don't you know, know if they do. We say what ruminating is. I, I, I think ruminating yeah. just means it's like continuously yes. circling inside of you, yes. causing you probably turmoil, yeah. anxiety, depression. It's the beginning of going down something really dark. It's obsessive. Yes. Right. That's a perfect yeah. word. Yes. And I just think that like we've all been through that though and I think that that's the point of this is like we're your new besties who want you guys to know you're not alone in this. Again, back to the FOMO, we all have it. You can be Oprah Winfrey and like probably have FOMO. Like, like there, everyone has it. Well, because that's an interesting point. <laughs> the The part of that might be people don't want to have Oprah, and this is just a really funny this is great. random thing. But they might not want to have Oprah at their party because it's like, oh, everyone would want to talk to Oprah. So oh, I want to yeah. have a party where it's just me, and Ooh. maybe that would hurt Oprah because what can she do? Yes, everybody wants to talk to her, be around her, yeah, learn from her. I mean, maybe that's never happened. That's like a really, really I hypothetical. I love that we just did this right now, though. But, but it's you're kind right. of true. Cause, yeah. Because then you have, that's like the fishbowl effect. Everyone's eyes are on that one person that everyone knows yeah. far too much about the personal life. Or, yeah, they just see their face constantly on television, on buses. When you're Opa's best friend, you're invisible. Or you could be invisible, oh, yeah. you know? Or, but also, wait, her best friend is a really... Is Gail King. Gail. Gail. Yeah. So maybe they, well, they they got it. They got it going yeah. on. The two it's, of them. It's also, yeah, no, they both got a lot going on. <laughs> I think it's true, though. And I think you, like, nailed that right now. Like, no matter what the situation is, there's always, like, 
not a loser and a winner, but it's like mm. you get to choose those things. Like, and if you're not invited to something, that's okay. That's like okay. And mm. I think that we just put so much emphasis on like needing to be everywhere all the time. And it's like, no, what's beautiful about the freedom of choice, you know, that's also mm-hmm. another thing, but freedom yeah. <laughs> of choice is like you get to pick and choose yes, the things you want to do and the people you want to surround yourself with. And I just, I implore everyone to look inside of them and see the friendships that are not the glamour ones that don't post a lot. Mm-hmm. The ones that like you may not have like hit up because you're like, I'm trying to get invited to this other thing. Right. But I hope some of you feel this Jomo effect that I'm <laughs> I'm like still wrapping my head around. No, I, I to be honest, I don't think that I have, I quite have Jomo. I have. I think you're getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. I mean, what I do have is, and I'm fortunate, I have a partner that I can go home with. Like, I know that, that that's probably a factor, too, yeah. when you don't have uh, someone that you get to, maybe you have a roommate and then you get to spend time with them. And that's wonderful. But if you're going home alone, I imagine that might be a lot more challenging. But I like to be with my husband yeah. more than I like to be with anyone. Yep. So to be, I don't really have, it's not really a fair fight in that yeah. way. That's what makes you so amazing is that like, although, you know, at times you're surrounded by a lot of people who are big and small in the world, mm. let's just say you are, you feel so much content with your husband <laughs> and being at home and you're like, I love eating some eggs or a salad. I don't like eating I know, eggs. I and know, now, I know. but... <laughs> But you did. You liked eggs at one point, and you're content with that. And I we'll remember, tell you that story one day. Oh, gosh. Um, we should never. Um, there's a video. It's really funny. Um, but, yeah, you just, like, it's it, – I have taken a lot of tips from you without you even knowing because I'm like, mm. oh, she really is content with just, like, being at home with her husband and, like, watching movies like or TV. Like – and there are a lot more times that you don't feel FOMO than you do. And I think, yes. like, you definitely, yes, like, need true. to recognize how much that's amazing. Oh, it is. Like, Thanks. so it's – well, it's just taught me, like, the I, I wanted to maybe – I feel like we always should be evolving in our priorities and our list of priorities. And yeah. I feel like even being back in L.A. and spending as much time with you as I have, I'm like, oh, I really like that. I don't know why, for me, with you – I feel like, oh, if she doesn't have it, I I don't need to have it. I don't know why that is. Well, it's probably because we get each other from such, I mean, a level that is like, when you know someone for as long as we've known each other, it's like there's a common understanding that you can just be yourself. And I feel that. And so then I, therefore, I feel comfortable to tell you or not even tell you, but just I don't have to say it. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm going to do now. Like, yep. I'm going to leave now. I'm going to do this now to some degree. I'm I'm a people pleaser, too. So it's not always that way, but it's usually not, actually. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's like a comfortability. But I'm so encouraged to hear that because, well, hence the, the title of this podcast, What the F is Wrong With Me. I also really struggle with isolating myself. Mm. So FOMO for me is sort of like a it's really messy because I actually do have FOMO but I want to isolate because of my depression I think or imposter syndrome something like that where it's like oh if I if I run away now I can't get hurt yep I think that's part of it so it's not just like as cut and dry as like oh I'm cool and content yeah it's more like I don't want to overstay my welcome yeah and and maybe also like I want to have the power 
the control to be like, I got to go. And that'll make me look desirable, oh, you wow. know? Yeah. And it's not always that deep. I'm just saying there no, are there are like, times yeah. when that's deep. And, and also, I feel things so much that sometimes it's like I feel too much. I don't know how to have a conversation at a party. Like, I'm like, why can I only talk about the most intense things <laughs> like yeah. it's always that's something that's interesting I mean that's a whole rabbit hole that I could go down that I I the oversharing thing that I cannot wait to do an episode on oversharing because you and I will yeah get into it but like the oversharing part at a party is just I don't know if that works for anybody it has worked for me in the past but it's sort of like you know talking to my therapist throughout the past year I'm like oh yeah I don't need to share that I'm really depressed today (laughs) like to a stranger like they probably don't need to know that and they probably don't need to know what my next steps are to fix my depression I think learning those things is interesting but one other aspect of FOMO that I wanted to touch on was the fact that when you're actually at the party, usually it's not... I mean, there are times, don't get me wrong, that it's the most fun. Yeah. But sometimes you're at a party and it is really soul-crushing. The dynamic is off or the, the, the vibe is strange or you feel awkward and you, you know, want to get a drink. Then you're like, I shouldn't be drinking this much. And oh, I got, I had too many. If you drink alcohol, don't drink alcohol if you're not 21. But (laughs) if you are 21 and you can drink and you don't have a problem, you know what I'm talking about, where it's like, oh man, I just had a little too much. And now I feel weird, like a courage. Yeah. And you're like, now I feel like I just made it weirder and I was weirder or I I was having anxiety that made my anxiety worse. Mm -hmm. So my point being, you know, all that stuff could be happening at the party. And then say the Divya, you're at the party yeah. and you're experiencing all this stress because yeah. you're like, oh, I, I had too much to drink and I overshared. And then I, Paris, am sitting home looking at pictures later and I'm like, whoa, that looked so fun. But what we forget is that there are so many layers to the party. Maybe it wasn't as it looked. You can still feel hurt and you don't have to like justify everything. But I'm just saying it's interesting for me kind of takes me out of my FOMO when I'm like, oh, wait, but I know how that party goes (laughs) or I know how that whatever party, fill in the blank, it could be any party. I kind of know, oh, there's an awkward entrance or I need to really turn a persona on to some degree. I'm being myself, you know, typically, but also, yeah, you're like amping your personality up to like make other people feel happy and then you're exhausted so it's just it's just interesting to look at all those sides and then think for me I'm like oh that kind of gets me out of feeling the FOMO because I remember oh there's a lot more play here and it's not so simple but also people like you I think you're kind of a truer extrovert but now you're saying Yeah. yeah I'm definitely an extrovert. You uh, pinpoint so many great things. And I think what I've learned, at least from my experience and like what my FOMO looks like is my partner, she is a people pleaser. You're one of my best friends. You're a people pleaser. But my people pleasing looks so different. And the reason why I say that is because my FOMO is if I don't do this thing that my friend asked – they're not going to want me to come. It is so twisted that like I have felt all through my 20s, I want to say, I said yes to every single 
thing specific friends wanted from me because I wanted to feel wanted and I wanted to feel like I well if I do this then they're gonna invite me to that thing that I don't want to miss and it's so toxic I'm so glad that I like feel like I'm really in the midst of getting out of it because I say no so much more now and I feel I say no with so much conviction of like no I love you I'll still do things for you Mm -hmm. with you but there is no no part at the end of that that I'm like, dang, now that I said no, they're not going to invite me. I don't know if that's people pleasing, though, because I've never been able to pinpoint that. But when I say it out loud, I'm like, oh, yeah, I said yes to driving to the airport. I think in one of the years I drove like 48 times. I love going to the airport. Don't get me wrong. I love LAX. I don't know about y'all, but I love it. And I don't mind driving. I should have been an Uber driver in my Well, Divya taught me how to drive, which yes. that's, yeah, that's another topic. <laughs> it's so crazy, though, because like I'm like looking back like, what did I not get invited to or what did I miss or why did I say yes to those things where like I was like, I have to work the next day, but I need to say yes to this. Like it's like saying yes to things for so long and it's no one's fault. It is not the person asking you. It is, it's solely on me that I'm saying yes because of my insecurities. Mm. Yeah, that is probably my FOMO is like saying That's yes so, so many times. You're all, me and you have such separate yeah. and very distinct ways of looking at it as yes. well. Not one size fits all. And I think that that's what's really nice about this is like what you just described. I don't have that as much as you do. That's so interesting. Yeah. So mine looks just different if like friends don't say they want to hang. It's just so – mine is so friend-based – and not necessarily like sort I of feel- one-on-one base. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I if I can yeah. interject, if I dissected that and knowing you for as long, I think it's a couple things. It's like you are so enjoyable to be around oh. that like all your friends want to be around you because it's like oh, Divya is so fun. You bring the party. You're lighthearted. You're fun to be around so that's definitely happening. The unfortunate part is you're so giving yeah. that people then can take advantage. Yeah. I don't know that they're trying to, but no. it's like they can 100% yeah. take advantage of your generosity and of your willingness to pick up someone from LAX, which nobody does. By the way, if you are over the age of 25, <laughs> you should never ask someone to pick you up from LAX ever again. <laughs> that's the end. Actually, yeah, 25 might be pushing it to me. And I know that's not really true, but in my <laughs> own world, I'm like, I would never dare to volunteer you to ask you did just yeah. tell me you'd pick me okay, up from the airport, i definitely am picking up Paris next week but she might be but no, i probably won't it. let her but the whole thing with our dynamic i hope you know is like yeah. if you last minute bailed i'd be like cool i'm getting an uber oh to yeah. me yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it just does not matter and that does not we have we we are able to like be real with each other and to a yeah. certain extent i'm i'm working on the people pleasing but i'm getting there it's so interesting because I, I can see that while you're saying it. Because even when you were talking about FOMO, I was thinking, when does Divya have FOMO? Because I can't see how you wouldn't be invited to something because you have such strong friendships yeah. all around. Yeah. And like you throw a party and like people show up. It's so interesting. But I did want to get on the other the other side of FOMO for myself, which yeah. I think does connect yeah. to yours. For me, when I do have FOMO, I'll hyper-focus or ruminate on a person or a couple people and think that I'm going to get, like, kicked out of a friend group. Mm, That's something – not kicked out, but, like, that I'm no longer – I guess kicked out's a bad word. That I'm no longer invited. Yes. Yeah. Right. But not by your choice. Not by your choice. And that you are just not going to be invited anymore. 
And I think that too is because I do isolate so much. It's so weird because it's like I'm doing it to myself by isolating, but then I'm like, but I want to be invited. Oh my gosh, if I don't go to this thing, I'm going to lose the friendship entirely, which might be true because I probably would be annoyed if someone never showed up. And then (laughs) so I look at myself and I analyze myself like, why do I do this? What is this sort of it's just not helpful at all. But I do I definitely have like the threat of like, I'm never gonna get invited again. And I think I know where it stems from. But I'm not sure I know how to talk about it yet. Yeah, no, that's you know, I mean, (gasps) our minds are so powerful. And they can like spiral so quickly. And then they can just become so out of control that we just don't know where to get back like where is the ground there was like um, a therapy I did for not very long time but it was called DBT dialectical behavior therapy and it was like very physical so like if I felt like I was getting out of control like I would take my shoes and socks off and feel the ground Mm -hmm. and it's really about like touch and the senses that we have because they want to like get you out of what you're about to go into Mm -hmm. but something like what you just said is like I guess now if I wasn't invited and felt like you did I guess like my thing would be like in your world, there will always be another thing. Oh, Even if you say no five, ten times, I-, I think your mind is playing games with you. It's just my yeah, two cents because, like, so you're still going. You're still doing these things. Then I think, like, on the other end, if I felt that, which I probably have subconsciously, maybe unconsciously, that friend didn't invite me, then I would just be like, okay, we'll we'll, we'll come back together when that's supposed to happen. Absolutely. But I and know that, it's easier said absolutely. than done. I am yes. not even saying this, like, nonchalantly yes. where I'm like, yeah, this is how exactly how you should do right. it. <laughs> um, no, it's hard. And I can totally empathize with that because that must be really hard and as we've gotten older I don't know about you but our my circle has gotten smaller but a lot more intentional yeah and fulfilled like every I get I try my best to see less people but give them way more attention yeah yeah maybe that's like what our next you know podcast is about is just friendships and what they look like because there's so many different kinds of friendships and and when you got to let them go. I'm kidding. Let it go. go let, let it go. go. Oh. We should just start doing that. Whoa. That was <laughs> interesting. Lee, beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, well, I don't know. I feel like that's a great... That's a great way Did to... we leave people hanging? Yeah, I think Do we're we want to leave them hanging yeah. like this? All right. So next time we're going to talk about... We're going to do Q&A. No, shit. not there yet. <laughs> no. But we want to thank you guys so much for listening. We can't wait to talk more and reveal more and more of our deepest, darkest secrets. It's so great. <laughs> I am so excited to see what is coming and like, let us know what you think. And like, we're so excited to come back and like continue to do this and like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. And let us know what you want to hear about because we want, I mean, this whole experience is really for us to talk out our feelings, but also to try to help people feel understood, to feel seen. And everybody is included here. Yeah. There's no, no one that is not included. So nope. please sit down, get comfortable, and we'll explore more about what the F is wrong with me and us. <laughs> Everything and nothing. (laughs) Everything and nothing at the same time. Um, You guys are amazing. Have a, a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.